Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's bonus episode of I Cast Fireball, which we call Meet and Geek. My name is Jacob, a.k.a. Lance Thalen, who will be your host for these special episodes where we will dive into the geekdom of each of our cast and how we've come to play this game that we all love. Today's cast member in the spotlight is a man that you all know. You've heard his voice every episode, even when that voice changes mid-character. It's our DM, <laughs> Thomas. Thomas! <laughs> how are we doing tonight? Oh, well... I have to say that is incredibly accurate. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing you good. Know, you're so great that sometimes we just got to bring you down a couple notches. So. Well, you know, <laughs> I appreciate getting humbled by my players. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, look, look at me. I'm the captain now. Of this episode. <laughs> oh let's, man, let's tell everybody why we're doing these kind of episodes. First yeah. off, if if you've seen it on our social media, we put it out there on our. And if you don't follow us on Instagram and Twitter at iCastFireball20, we've kind of teased this this week. But uh, let's go ahead. I'm going to ask the DM for our, sure, our leader and extraordinaire, Thomas. Why are we doing these cool little bonus episodes? Well, you know, in addition to, you know, us moving the DM screen, so to speak, and, you know, showing a little bit about ourselves to anybody who uh, is finding, who is listening to these these episodes here, uh, and to share a little bit more about ourselves, um, we just want to make sure that every single episode we are doing is of the same caliber that the first eight were of. Uh, so the quality is the exact same. We're spending the, the amount of time that we are on episode nine through you know, 300, however long we go. Uh, and to do that, we have to, we found we just had to slow down a little bit. Uh, we couldn't pump them out every single week and, ha- and maintain that quality. We got that little bit of a buffer right at the beginning so that everybody could just start binging a little bit. But to make sure that we keep that quality content and keep that rich story and sound effects, uh, we're just switching to an every other week release for the actual uh, storytelling aspect of the podcast. But gotcha. uh, we wanted to get content out there uh, so people could still uh, connect with us on a weekly basis. Yes. And, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for the listeners out there, but we do have a couple fun variety of bonus episodes that we'd be releasing we every other week. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to reveal what those all will be, but just to let you know, there are, there are some interesting things we're going to do with this, with this extended time we got. And I will say, something that we have gotten back from from those who have left a review which if you'd like to leave a review please do so on apple but we've seen that people really love and on social media too on the comments we really pride ourselves in trying to get that really crisp content of making sure the editing works tying together adding sound effects and and i i i I think to be able to give our audience that you're right we 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 need a little bit more extra time for our for our editor for our editor Mickey, who's done such an amazing job. I mean, and seriously, again, shout out to Mickey. She is just the she is just incredible what she's doing. She makes mm-hmm. me sound like a actually an okay DM. Like, and that's a hard it, feat. It is. It is. <laughs> it's joking. difficult. That's a roast. It is that's difficult. Roast. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, she's making all of us. We this is this is we didn't mean for this to turn into a, a Mickey compliment uh, session, but but we're happy really, that it she's is. made. Every one of our performances has been heightened by her extreme talents of editing 
and we just want to give her enough time to be able to to make us sound good. <laughs> right? So shout and out to you, Mickey, as you a are lot editing of time this. For that. Pat yourself All right. on the back. All right. Well, let's jump into it then. Let's yeah, jump yeah. into what these special meat and geek episodes are all about. Like I talked about for everybody listening in the beginning, this is for us to, like Thomas also pointed out, to pull back the curtain, the DM curtain in this case, to get to know us as the players. Now, we're not going to talk about our life stories or anything. Maybe we could do that in future episodes. These episodes are specifically for us to show how we got into this game, Dungeons and Dragons, how we got into it, what from our life has inspired us to play this, or maybe we've taken from Dungeons and Dragons and has inspired us to branch out to other things as well, and also why we're in this campaign. And so that is what our episode is going to be all about. The background of us as players and as the DM for how we got involved in D&D and why we love it so much and kind of the intricacies of each person. Because we might have some common themes, but everybody has a unique approach. That's what I love about D&D. Everyone has a unique approach to it. And that's what we're going to find out today. So really, we're going to focus on three things. And let's start out with the first thing to focus on for our background, which Thomas... This is my first question to you. Yes, I'm... <laughs> Include that. Include that. <laughs> how, how, Thomas, how did you get into Dungeons & Dragons? Oh, man. Um, so, I think he's listening to these episodes, but I had a good friend uh, in Arizona, Nate. Nate, you know who you are. Uh, shout out who to was Shout, shout out to Nate. Uh, this was down <laughs> to 3.5 edition. Uh, and he was just amazing at crafting worlds. Like, I mean, this guy, not only was he uh, a great dungeon master and loved Dungeons and Dragons, but he would write books like, and come up with different, like actual novel ideas for fantasy. Like I would say like every two months, uh, whether he finished the book or not, he would just explain his ideas to me and they were just like amazing, amazing works of art. Uh, and back then, I don't think I appreciated, uh, truly, I don't think I appreciated, like, what D&D could be back then. I was just like, I want to kill some goblins. I want to do some, I want to do some cool rogue stuff. I always wanted to, like, jump, I, spe- I specifically mentioned, I remember saying to him, I'll play Dungeons and Dragons if I could, if I could be a character that will, that could grab knives, run up to a, t- run up on a table, do a front flip, and as I'm falling down, impale an enemy goblin or whatever. And so he's like, you yeah. wanted to be Lance Thalen. Well, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, pretty much. And so and so I remember in the session that we were playing, uh, he was like, all right, now's your opportunity. And I was like, yes. And he's, I was like, I do this. And he's like, all right, hold on. We have these skills checks. You have to draw like what's called an acrobatics check. And I was like, oh, okay. And for some reason, like my acrobatics was like negative one for like a rogue or whatever. And so, <laughs> yeah, right. And so I rolled and I like, I don't know, probably got like a three. And I just remember like rolling and he'd be like, all right, you try to do a front flip and you fall on your back and you're prone. And I was like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't like this game. <laughs> so I was, but uh, it wasn't until I got uh, much older and, uh, and really was able to, and I I'm, imagine a lot of people are like this, but I uh, saw Matthew Mercer do a specific one shot with uh, Vin Diesel. It's called Dean Diesel. Shout out to Vin Diesel. Um, uh, and just sponsored by Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's not sponsored by Vin Diesel. Not sponsored. Nah, nope. 
not not sponsored by Fast Nine at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it, when I saw just that thirty-minute YouTube video of what Matthew Mercer was doing and like how he was like pulling players in with like these story hooks and just like allowing them to have these like interactions and just seeing everybody's commitment, I was like, oh. There might be something different about this game that I hadn't considered before. And that's when I actually uh, tried pulling Jake in. And I was like, Jake, hmm? do you want to DM? Because I don't. And he's like, I don't know how to DM. And I talked to every single one of my friends. And I was like, ah, well, I guess if I want to if I want to experience this, i got to make it happen. So that's when I first started becoming a DM. And ever oh. that was six years ago? Something like that? Yeah, that was five, six years ago. And been DMing ever since. And when you say Jake, you mean... Me, Jacob. <laughs> yes, Jacob. I go. I go. By the way, everybody, I go by that interchangeably. So, so that can happen and get confusing. But yeah. Yes. So you're. So you started kind of your Dungeons and Dragons process. You said early on. That's kind of. Is that middle school, high school? Yeah. So it was like uh, early, early high school um, to okay. late high school. On and off. Early high school. That's when you're first introduced to it. But you don't really jump fully in until until college time. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. With the with the rise of fifth edition. Ah, gotcha. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Interesting. Interesting. So what I guess from that, from that kind of how you're getting involved in DM, what were really the big, because you said the, the first thing that drew you in was I want to flunk on a table and kick and, and, and then later on you say that, you know, through influencers like Matthew Mercer, who probably influences almost everybody in the D and D world, that that kind of drew you in with more of the hooks and the story what, I guess, what else about just building these worlds kind of fascinated you? Because you, cause you, cause you went as a player, you started out as a player in high school, and mm-hmm. then then you have become kind of, and you still do player things, and it's not like you're exclusively a, a, a dungeon master. But true, true. I guess for, for you, what, what draws you in to be a player now, and what draws you in to be a dungeon master now? Oh, man. I mean, I just, it's, I I mean, as we mentioned earlier, like when we first started this podcast in our intro episode, uh, I mean, we, all all of us have some sort of exposure to uh, improvisational theater and and things like that. Um, And uh, truly understanding of like how D&D is like so closely related to that of like you being able to contribute just literally anything to the story. And being able to shape it uh, is just such a satisfying, it's just a satisfying experience to have that shared storytelling experience with uh, just my friends at a table. And even though all of us are amongst three different states, we can still have that same amazing experience uh, of being able to contribute whatever we want to the story. And uh, so as a player, I love just being able to throw these right and left turns to whoever the DM is, which occasionally it's my wife, occasionally it's Ned, uh, but truly being able to lift other people's stories up to where uh, we all can have that amazing experience of like, oh my gosh, that's such a cool thing about your backstory, or oh my gosh, that was such a good interaction between our characters, like that relationship, like the relationship is growing, you know, like they're they're mm-hmm. actually friends, they're communicating, you know. <laughs> Uh, but you know, as as a player, that's that's what I really enjoy. And as a DM, I really enjoy incorporating all of that to be able to incorporate what um, all of the puppet master. Well, 
I guess you could call it that, but um, it, it's a puppet with only like one string, I will say, because uh, <laughs> you, Jacob, Mickey, and Ned are all like grabbing other limbs of this puppet and pulling it in other directions. And, so like, what you're saying is it, we're cats and you're just playing cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah probably yeah, there you go. <laughs> no but being able to incorporate this just all of your backstories and like uh to have those like aha moments uh, for players and uh like for instance in a previous backstory uh sorry not a backstory in a previous campaign that i did with jacob actually with you yes. uh you were uh Dragon, Dragonborn, right? Half I was a Dragonborn dragon cleric, yes. Dragonborn cleric who That's lost right. his memory, and that was like mm-hmm. all that you had fleshed out. Like you had some like ideas of like what your family life was before, but you lost your memory entirely. Mm-hmm. And being able to be like, okay, so you lost your memory. What if uh, that was on purpose? And what if the person that did that to you stole your children away from you on this like mm-hmm. uh, experience? And so like halfway through the campaign, uh, just that came out. And you were like, uh, with some like divine intervention, you were able to get that, uh, your memory back and just seeing the look on your face of like, oh, what? Like, that's crazy. Like, I, I didn't expect that at all. And it's my backstory. Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's just so satisfying for me. That's awesome. Well, that, that, I mean, yeah, that's so awesome. And I know a big, a, not argument, but a big friendly fight in the Dungeons and Dragons community is friendly competition. The, if you yeah, will. friendly competition, friendly competition. Is the narrative character camp and the mechanics tactic camp of yeah. that people love D and D drawing into being the characters in the narrative, and a lot of people are drawn into D and D because it's just a crazy cool gaming system. Right. Um, and I guess where I would say you don't have to pick one exclusively, but I say where do you fall in in kind of that friendly competition? I mean, honestly, I. I hate to give this vanilla answer, but I, I feel like I'm straddling the line there um, because, I mean, I, I mentioned I just went off for about five, ten minutes about how amazing it is to, to uh, like, get into these characters, like, backstories and to incorporate them. But mm-hmm. without being able to do some pretty sick, awesome, like, cool abilities, like, that, that it wouldn't be enhanced by that. You know, Like, it's, mm-hmm. it only enhances it. Like, if you're not able to kill... Like a dragon at the end of the day, like with some dice rolling and have luck on your side, then it's not as satisfying as it as it as it could be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So you can't have one without the other. They have to marry with each other. And I and and I found that because I've tried other tabletop like RPG systems, um, which are more which are more mechanic based, and then which are more just like uh, improv slash um, relationship based and. I always feel like something's missing from both of those, and and I think Fifth Edition and and other things like Pathfinder, of course, you know they mm-hmm. they they find they they find like the, a nice little uh, 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 it's like peanut butter and chocolate, you know they just go they go they go perfectly together. Not know? jelly, <laughs> peanut, no, butter peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> you know the old phrase, we go together like a peanut butter chocolate sandwich. <laughs> you, you, you did, your mom didn't pack you peanut butter and chocolate sandwiches. When you went to elementary school, nope, and you're like, not, "Oh man, I got a peanut butter and chocolate sandwich." I, we'll not with, not with my, not with my dad having diabetes. I don't think my mom's <laughs> like, you know what? Let's keep this tradition going. In the <laughs> All right, oh, peanut butter and chocolate. All right, peanut butter and chocolate. I love it. It's the right, only well, thing people think about when that goes together with peanut butter. Only thing. 
only thing. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our next kind of big topic, because we've talked about you getting introduced to D&D, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that influence us in in jumping into this amazing system and this amazing right. world of fans and, and players and, and DMs. So my other my next question, I should say, is what other interests and hobbies of geekdom? We're just branching out to all of geekdom. What other interests and hobbies do you have in geekdom? Well, um, I feel like I'm a pretty average geek. Maybe, maybe I'm average. Maybe, maybe I'm not. So, Audience, I will say that he says this. While we're doing video chat, where I can see literally okay, okay, these okay. shelves that have probably over a hundred, okay, hundred board games. Yeah, if I can, uh, you're, you're average. If I can go back, if I can go back, I would we say have to go back. <laughs> there is definitely okay. Fair point. Fair point, Jacob. Um, yeah, so I would say, in addition to D and am a huge lover, huge proponent of board games and uh, just tabletop gaming in general. And Jacob is right; I have <clears throat> over a hundred board What's games. What's the number? You, you you do you have an official number? Uh, not in the past month, where I bought in like a decent amount of games. What's the most so. recent number that you have calculated? <sighs> okay, recent. I'm like anything that's considered a game, including my kids' games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like a hundred and three or something like that. So right. yeah, so somewhere around there, and that's that was like last year that we counted. So um. yeah, that, and we just went through our COVID year, so we're all right. staying indoors and shut up. So probably that's doubled. Right. So Amazon was just uh not quite daily, but uh, you know there there were a couple packages at the door. Um, yep. So definitely, board gaming is a huge proponent, and and so I. I and I tend to gravitate towards more campaign-style games. Mm. Uh, and so, like, uh, anything that's like uh, Pandemic Legacy, Mechs vs. Minions, Shadows of Brimstone, uh, you know, actual D&D board games, you know, things like that, uh, I, I tend to gravitate towards because I just love being able to interact with, like, a set of players for uh, for an extended period of time, being able to help each other, to, to lift each other up, um, and to assist each other in like their own each other's goals i just think it's super satisfying uh but other other forms of geekdom i grew up and love playing video games i find i only play like multiplayer online occasionally um like halo and things like that but uh, other than that um huge listener of actual play D &D podcasts or else we wouldn't be doing one of course Mm -hmm. you know Uh, but yeah, I f- other than that, I, I spend a lot of my time where me and my wife, we get through like a good board game on a date night. Awesome. And well, you just pointed out how how some of those things bleed into your love of Dungeons and Dragons. You go more toward uh, very quest-driven games, very <sighs> yeah. much, where there's tactics, but there's a story going on in it. Right, yeah. And, and sometimes there's even some some acting involved and like in deceptions yeah. or in trying to trying to fool another party or trying to beat the other party. So you're, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this leads to kind of our last focus, our last focus. Well, I, I should say before I say our, our last focus, our last question, let me rewind a second. Any other things you want to talk about that you really have, that you have seen a direct connection between your love of Dungeons and Dragons and other things in your life? Um, I mean, Quite honestly, going this is like the third time I brought it up, and 
I apologize. This is my life doesn't revolve around this, but I just am so passionate about just like good storytelling, just mm. amazing storytelling. I, we had we were just so blessed uh, in in college to have such an amazing improvisation teacher, which some people are like, why do you need a teacher teacher to teach you improvisation? Uh, but he really helped like kind of open open the door into like what storytelling actually could be. And like, yeah, improvisation is super fun, but we also like jumped into like uh, improvisation scenes that uh, where we weren't trying to be funny. And, you know, we were, it was like uh, content that is like, nothing to laugh at and nothing to sco- nothing to scoff at as well and just being able to build those stories on top of each other i mean that is just that's that's just what keeps me coming back every single time for D and why i gravitate to some of these like actual play uh podcasts uh, one of the big ones was uh, uh sneak attack uh i know that they ended their uh they they called it quits not too long ago but if any listeners of out there haven't listened to sneak attack before sneak attack podcast they are amazing they are they just have such a good decom uh such a good around the table like um party Com- element and good camaraderie they, exactly a good camaraderie and they they lift each other up and uh, i mean the story is very rich reed does an amazing job of creating his own unique story and uh the, just yeah just being able to join into such a good story like that was is just so satisfying all right awesome awesome all right well this gets us to our last focus um, for our meet and geek episode, which is when are you leveling up next? When 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 <laughs> are you gonna kill us all? <laughs> <laughs> when are we going TPK? Uh, right. no, so last focus is for for you specifically as the DM. We're actually gonna do unique a unique take to this last question, oh, okay. which is why this campaign for Oof. for when we talk to our other players. We're gonna talk about our characters a little bit in this segment, but for the DM. I mean, Thomas, you were the one who kind of grouped us all together in this. You were yeah. the pusher, the the bully, if you would. No, yes, sorry. the forcer. <laughs> the forcer one, uh, of Wills. Showing up at one in the morning and knocking yeah. on your door and, <laughs> have you responded to my text yet? You know, that that's still uh, that's, uh, that's still why you're not invited to my home anymore. <laughs> 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 no. But um, why, yeah, why, because you're the one who rallied all of us to, hey, we should do this campaign, but not just a campaign. We should make it a podcast. And yeah. the question with that is why this, there's dozens of adventures out there and dozens of campaigns that D&D has released officially. There's unofficial ones. There's homebrews. Uh, why Tyranny of Dragons? That's the one that we fell on and chose. And obviously we're doing our own spin, which I'm going to ask you about in a second. But mm-hmm. why Tyranny of Dragons? Well... I'm not sure my answer is very like deep and profound, but but the game is called Dungeons and Dragons, and a lot of the adventures I've done are like, oh, you go like infiltrate this like temple in the jungle or this or that, and I'm like, okay, this is all great and good, and the highest level character I've I've ever gotten up to was like a level six, and part of me was like, hmm, okay, okay, I've done a lot of dungeons. Not a lot of dragons part well, in this game, dragons. so <laughs> and so when c- trying to find like a uh, craft a great like well like find a good adventure for this podcast, uh, Wizards of the Coast just uh, had compiled and re-released uh, the Tyranny of Dragons, which is uh, the two first adventures that they released for Fifth Edition, uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen and uh, Rise of Tiamat, and I was like, you know what? I bet you there's a dragon or two in there. 
I bet you we could. Uh... I bet we'll find one. <laughs> yeah, you know, it might be in there. First, if we page. choose the oh right path, gosh. we might get there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm like, honestly, like that's why Tyranny of Dragons. I was like, just need a good old dragon campaign. Just mm-hmm. hey, guess what? You're fighting dragons. You're just playing get Dungeons down and Dragons. To the nitty gritty of Dungeons and Dragons. Give me some dungeons. Give me some dragons. Yep. Stay on brand is what I'm trying to say. Stay on, <laughs> Stay on brand. <sighs> All those other adventures, if there's not a dragon, I don't want it. <laughs> Why are you complicating things? You don't need lich. You just need dragons. <laughs> All right. Well, we've lost any. We lost about half of our faithful <laughs> D&D listeners who are oh like, oh, I like that campaign. Uh, <laughs> but no. Okay, interesting. So you want to just get down to the fundamentals, get down to the... Because, yeah, that is the origins of the 5th edition. And for those listeners out there who are like, I have no idea... You know, because we have actually heard from some fans who are like, I have never even thought of D&D before I started listening to this. 5th edition, just for those listeners, is the latest system update of Dungeons & Dragons. And with that, like Thomas said, the two big campaigns where they said, okay, these are the first big things you can do if you're not going to homebrew, meaning create your own adventure, right? are right. these two things that focus very much on the yeah. dragons and the dungeons. Which, and- by the way, if there's anybody who's, uh, who's who's been following us up to this point who doesn't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons, super humbled that you would stick with it for nine episodes up to this point, yes. knowing nothing about the mechanics and the battle and stuff. So thank you. Thank, thank you. <laughs> that means a lot you. to us. <laughs> thank you, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ma'am. Thanks, ma'am. But yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, just getting down to the fundamentals of it. And then, I guess, to finish everything off for this special episode, we're, we're making these special episodes a little shorter. One, to not say, hey, Mickey, we're going to give you more time to edit. Right, here's an hour and a half. This defeats the purpose. (laughs) Yeah, so we're gonna try and limit these special episodes to be a little shorter. And I know that's that might be unfortunate for some people, but we really want to give Mickey the and and Thomas, who's our first editor, he edits the first draft of everything to give them the most time for it. But my last kind of question, wrapping everything up, that focuses again on this kind of why this campaign is: How have you brought your own flavor? To this campaign because Tyranny of Dragons it's written for you the basic fundamentals are there the basic characters the basic storyline and mm-hmm. I say basic mm-hmm. it's actually super intricate if you dive into right. into any of these kind of campaign manuals they are crazy intricate but but even then you want to bring your own spice to it right and you your own your own take to it and what have you I guess how has your approach been to kind of say okay this is what they've given me but Here's here's my own spin on it. Yeah, well, and I don't think it's a surprise either with what I've talked about earlier in the episode of uh, I try I, my if my spin, if you will, is to just bring it down to like a human level to humanize it, so to speak, with our specifically for you players, you, you three players, you know, mm-hmm. um, the experiences uh, in the keep to uh, the random conversations, you know, um, uh, Lance talking to Ardina, things like that, you know, the those types of experiences and uh, being able to fully incorporate each backstory. I mean, that's going to have to break away from the adventure at some point, you know? So like at some point we're just going to go completely off the rails for each character here. Um, And so uh, being able to add that to where we can, to where both us as the listeners, but also us as the players, we can feel like we're actually diving into Lance's stuff, which is, 
I mean, Lance's got some super cool stuff that's been coming out in the past couple episodes, you know? So, like, it's <laughs> it's like, what is, what, what's going on? What's going to happen next? It's, mm-hmm. it, and I'm just excited to be able to explore that as well, so. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so, really, what I'm saying is my unique spin is just all selfish because I want to find out what's going to happen with Lance and what's going to happen with Fleetful and Mal. So, yes, so I'm like, you sure. know, this adventure, they did a really good job. I'm going to ignore it so I can uh, figure out what's going on with these guys over here. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to get into, oh, and just everything related to each character's backstory. It's very interesting. What's been teased so far and for our listeners, because we record a little bit ahead of time, there are some crazy things coming up for, for yeah. each one of these people. For each one yeah. of these people. So so hang in there because it, it gets a little crazy for some of them. Awesome. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for, for joining into this episode of Meet and Geek for us to get to know you as a person, as the Dungeon Master, as a self-proclaimed geek and owner of over 170. I'm just going to keep increasing the number as we go. <laughs> Every single 170 time. board Every single time. games. Every single thank time, Thank you right? so much. And listeners, yeah. thank you so much for tuning in for our episode of Meet and Geek. If I can give a little shout out, I want to give a shout out to, uh, I mean, just, we're, we just kind of wrapped our first month here of like uh, episodes that we released and uh, we have been just honestly, truly humbled by like the exper- like uh, the feedback we've been getting, uh, the reviews that are um, on Apple Podcasts and like Podchaser and uh, seeing like where the episodes are being downloaded from, like shout out New Zealand, <laughs> right? Like I expected all of our downloads just to be like in our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're finding people are like downloading episodes from overseas, you know, uh, from New Zealand, as you mentioned. Uh, I right now we have ten in the United Kingdom, uh, Finland, Germany, India, like I- Ireland, like. Shout out to you, international listeners. You're, uh, you are humbling us a ton, and we just, uh, we're just very grateful for you guys, for everybody, um, for, we're just very grateful for uh, everybody for joining us in this adventure, and uh, we're can't can't wait for more. Yep. And hopefully, some of those international listeners didn't just click on it, being like, I thought this, I cast, I thought this was a blacksmithing podcast. <laughs> No. I mean, you come for blacksmithing, you stay yeah. for the storytelling. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> am I right? As we all have gotten into D anD D, as we've all as we've all done once or twice before. You come for blacksmithing, you stay for the storytelling. <laughs> all right, listeners, thank you so much for listening to this special bonus episode of I Cast Fireball, our meet and geek episodes. We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed talking about ourselves in the background. And that you can get to know us more as you also get to know our characters. But wherever you get your podcast from, please leave us a review. It really helps boost our ratings on each podcast service that allows that. And it puts our show in others' recommended feeds. And it also lets us know what you like that we're doing. If you want to write a little longer review or just give us a kind of more personal message, you can always email us at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and we're hoping to get the word out to set the podcast on fire. All puns intended. Now, to get the most recent up-to-date content, please make sure you're following us on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, at iCastFireball20. That's the number two zero. There you can get possible sneak peeks of upcoming episodes, any scheduling changes that might occur, like, for instance, us now going to the every other 
week release of the main content and on our off weeks releasing special bonus episodes. You can also hear interesting insight from the players in DM and behind the scenes shots of us even making this incredibly fun world. Just want to give a quick shout out to our sister podcast run by our cobalt druid, Ned, right over there. He has a podcast called Improv Tabletop, where he is the game master and runs a mini one-month adventure using the Fate Accelerated Tabletop system. Whether you like tabletop games, improvisation, or just hearing more from Ned, the little fleeple that we all love, <laughs> we'd recommend that you give this a listen. Lastly, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your fellow wacky adventurers. We really want to get the word out there because we just love creating this and we hope that we can find some people who find that love in it as well. Until next time, I'm Jacob aka Lance Thalen and I'm not going to say around the table but I will say give a shout out one more time to our DM Thomas. Thank you so much Thomas for coming out. Alright and let's keep the fire going and we'll see you next time. Bye!